Hello everyone, Scott and Jennifer. Here's our topic for today. We're gonna to talk about what to do with our hands and our arms when we are presenting. A lot of presenters, they aren't really aware of what to do with their hands and arms, and so they could be causing distractions for their audience. Yeah, Scott, I, I have no idea what your stance is around gesture. So I'm excited to hear your thoughts today. Yeah, yeah, this will be interesting. We, we, we're always going into this podcast not quite knowing exactly how the other person teaches a certain topic. And this is one of those times. But I bet we're going to be quite aligned. We'll see. Um, okay, let's see about that. Do you want to kick us off with some gestures? Well, I, I want to kick kick us off with something to validate what you said, that people do stuff and they're unaware. They're not just unaware of what they should be doing. They're unaware of what their hands are doing all together. And <laughs> hands are the weirdest thing when it comes to speaking. I, back in the day, before this pandemic thing, I can hardly remember what that was like, but when you and I used to go out and do in-person workshops, remember that? <laughs> I, I do, and I miss it. <laughs> I know, I, I do too. I would videotape myself every once in a while, and I videotaped myself, you know, this one time, and I look back at the video, and mainly before I get up there and, and start, you know, officially start facilitating my workshop, I noticed that I do this thing with my hands I call the T-Rex hands. You ever, you ever seen a Tyrannosaurus Rex's like <laughs> sort of this kind that, of thing? That's attractive, Scott. I know. Real well, attractive. <laughs> it's not that bad, but it's funny. I think a lot of people do this. When you begin, um, you know, it's a high stakes kind of thing, like giving a workshop and the nerves kick in and stuff. Your hands sometimes, my hands get drawn to the middle in front of me. I start wringing my hands a little mm -hmm. bit, kind of like this. And I, I wasn't aware of it. I saw it on video. I'm like, oh my God, what am I doing with my hands? Start. Okay. Okay, Scott. Here's, here's the mindset around our gestures, our hands. It's thinking of our hands as a paintbrush. That our hands should paint our message. It, it, it helps to create a visual for helping our audience to follow along with yeah. what we are saying. So an example could be an increase in sales, uh, a, a drop in sales. So it's having our gestures really paint the picture. Now, yeah. Scott, may I also share yes. <laughs> some don'ts? Okay, okay. <laughs> Yeah, because don'ts I don't are just know if so they'll fun. be better than mine. They're not going to be as good as mine, but go ahead and give it a try. Well, oh, yes. Okay. Yes, perhaps. Here's what I often see presenters doing when presenting. They don't gesture at all. They allow their hands and their arms to just stay, stay by their side and they don't move. Now, the problem with that is 55% of our communication comes through our gestures. And so if our half of our body is not moving when we're presenting, it starts to look weird and incongruent for your audience. Well, and let me, let me add to that because I have a philosophy here that supports that idea. 
Oh, good. Um, well, in a, in a different way. I think that we're all naturally wired to use three muscle groups when we talk. Our voice, everything that has to do with voice, our face, and our hands, that they are wired together. Yes. So when I find people who subdue their hands, it's often their face and their voice are kind of flat. They're not very expressive either. Absolutely. So it's it, like a it all works together. Yeah, it's a double whammy, right? It's like your hands aren't moving and I'm not getting that meaning that you can create by painting those pictures and you're kind of flat and boring. Yes, yes, because Scott, the, the gestures help it helps increase your energy. It helps increase with your inflection. It all ties together. Now, I'm going to go to the opposite extreme. So okay. we have presenters that are stuck. They don't gesture at all. And then we've got presenters who love to talk with their hands. And so it's this double gesturing that's constantly happening. I see this all the time, especially on video. Now, here's Here's the problem. Mm -hmm. When we do this, not only is it a huge distraction for the audience, when we do it on video, there's always a, a lag on video. Yeah. So now our gestures can become really blurry and it's a major distraction. Yeah. Okay, I, well, I, have, I have one more point I want to add here because okay. I see this all too often. Okay. It's when the gestures start heading toward the camera. <laughs> So when we're on video, we need to remember we don't want our gestures toward the camera because this is not a very you're talking about you're talking about me now, Jennifer. <laughs> I, I know you are because that's what I do. I haven't really adjusted very well to keeping my hands closer to my chest, and the camera does this weird. Look at my hands like this uh, scary sort yes. of. Your hand gets massive. Yeah, so on yeah. video, we, we want to keep our gestures closer to our body. Now in person, yes, it's <laughs> toward our audience. Yeah, right. People, here's yeah. a suggestion. Um, you, like a real tried and true, you can kind of do this to practice your hand gestures. Get your cell phone, put it on video selfie mode, set it up and video yourself saying, four or five sentences about anything. Okay, you can tell a story or you can talk about your work, whatever it might be. Okay, then stop the video, go back and hit record again. And this time, say the same stuff, but you're not allowed to use your voice. You have to mime the meaning. You can move your lips, but you're not allowed to make a sound. So same basic ideas. You don't have to get the sentences perfect word for word. And obviously you're not speaking, so you can't, but express the same five sentences of content with your face and your hands. Okay. What happens when people do this? What, what okay. are the results? Well, it's, it's funny because they're uncomfortable. A lot of them are uncomfortable because they don't have a habit of being very demonstrative. Sure. They have to look like this. It looks a little clown-like, but they're like, Oh, so they cannot move their mouth at all. Well, it's okay to move your mouth, but you can't make the sound. Okay, but that's step two. That's step two. Step three is go back and then combine them. So go back and use the miming kind of energy you created when you couldn't use sound. Add the sound back in and see what happens. 
And I think what most people experience is they go, oh my gosh, that last version of me speaking, it didn't look like my habitual self in the past because I'm never that demonstrative. I'm never that active. I don't use my hands much when I talk, but I kind of like it. I like what I see. That's a great visual. It's going to be a really strong comparison between, between the two. I want to add another tip. Yeah. I, I've seen this work well for, for some folks. So for the presenters that they really love to do this, this, this is actually calming for them and it helps them to process what they want to say next. When you're presenting and you're seated, so perhaps over video, try sitting on one hand. It's going to force you to only gesture with your other hand and pay attention to the difference that makes by sitting on one hand and you can rotate you can sit on the other hand halfway through yep i love that so how do we wrap this up for our listeners i want to kind of summarize what what would you say well i would say that a lot of folks they're they're not aware of what their gestures look like So I love, I love the idea of setting up your phone, video recording part of your presentation, or even asking feedback from your colleagues, your, your leadership team. What do I do with my hands? Or hey, during my next presentation, pay attention to what I'm doing with my hands. I want to know if it's meaningful or distracting. Yeah, yeah. And I would say if you continue to recognize that everything you do in speaking is in service of the listener, getting the thought that you're trying to transfer to them, then that's what your hands are for. Your hands are for them. So target your listener with your hands. Make sure that they express the meaning of what you're saying in some way. And just practice awakening those things. And you'll be amazed. You'll be amazed what eventually happens. And you'll go, oh, my God, my hands are doing these wonderful things. It also tells your audience, Scott, that you are being very intentional and thoughtful and you're in control of your body. Yeah. I think that's one of the other key elements is if you can control your gestures, you come across as in control and it also helps you to come across looking more confident when you're speaking. Okay. I believe that wraps us up. Yes. Yes. Are we good? Okay. I'm very excited for our next topic for our next session. You ready for this, Scott? Yes. Yes. You excited? Yes. (laughs) How can we be more of ourselves when we are presenting over video? Because when we present over video, it can feel inauthentic, especially if we can't see our audience or perhaps our audience can't see us. So how can we be more ourselves over video? All right. That's coming up next week. Thank you, everybody, for hanging in there with us through another wonderful episode. And we look forward to seeing you next week. See ya. Have a good one.